0: I was scrolling through Twitter this morning, and something caught my eye, and I thought, "Oh my gosh, I need to get him on the show and uh, and and talk about and talk about this." Tim Adams uh, has been a friend of this show, mm-hmm. has been a friend of uh, Ryan's shows as well. He is the founder and director of Free Footy Edmonton, um, and this has been a passion of yours for. A number of years now. Eleven. Eleven years. Eleven years. Yep. And you made an announcement this morning that um, you were because you've been on leave from your position at the CBC. Yep. For the past year to work on this.
1: Yes. So I've I've been working at the CBC for. 12 years and um, while there I went and did this story about it was about a a junk food ban um, coming across all public schools and I ended up going to one of the highest need schools to do a story first because they already had this junk food ban in place Um, because kids who were going there Mm -hmm. weren't eating at all. And so they needed to ensure that when they ate something how it was healthy and so i did this story there and then i ended up coaching at the school coaching soccer and that turned into creating this program of free footy and then it became like passion project for 10 years and then um in the about a year ago i said you know this thing's got so big it has mm-hmm. such a name in the city what are we doing with this thing what's the legacy we want this to be over the next? 10, 20, 50 years so I took a year off and I've been kind of carving out and talking to parents and community stakeholders and other nonprofits and government officials saying you know where does this thing live and I think I have a really great vision for where the thing lives now based on hearing from parents and families what they really need and it still needed me to carry it for another year or two. So my year leave of absence at CBC is up as of August 1 and I said, you know what, Um, it took me a year to make this decision but I was going to quit. So uh, I've officially quitted, um, resigned from CBC as of August first, and um, now I'm full-time at Free Footy so my passion project has turned into my real life. Which you're, is terrifying and extremely exciting. And that's yeah. what I
0: wanted to yeah. ask you about: yeah. terrifying, extremely exciting. Because l- let's be real. I mean, you know, uh, you know, yeah, you had a good job. Had you a- had a good job. You, yes. We, we pension call- benefits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. We
0: call it the mothership, right? Yeah. Like it's that's what it was. But so so along the way in making this decision, mm-hmm. you know, when you're looking at that, you're looking at the pension, the benefits, all of that. You know, you put that. I guess all on the pros yes and then you you make the other side of it and the cons I guess would just be not being able to be with the program
1: yeah and I and I um I guess I really wrestled with what is it that I'm doing with this program Like, I hadn't really realized until the last year like how deep it had settled in communities when I went and talked to parents and sat down at dinner tables and really had an understanding of kids who'd been in this program for four years and now mm-hmm. the program was ending for them and the impact that had. And then just how much reach it had in our 60 different partner schools. And um, I really wanted it to be more intentional. I wanted the program to be more intentional, to have that true impact. Um, so that kids could count on free footy to be there forever. And we're trying to push it so that kids can come in in grade one and stay all the way till grade 12 and then come back with us in post-secondary education as a coach and then hopefully someday take my job. Um, that, that's really my goal. I'm not, I'm not giving it to them. you got to take it. <laughs> and I really want to set kids up for success to be sitting in this chair and doing this interview and being a leader and an ambassador in the city. Because sport, um, frankly, is completely <laughs> discriminatory. And uh. you would probably know this from the background with your husband mm-hmm. and football. And um, if you don't have money, if you don't have a car, and if you don't have a parent or guardian who can put in thousands of hours, you're out. Sport is not there. Mm-hmm. And, that, and, and really anything. dance music, it's all the kind of the same setting, and that's completely wrong. It means that there's so many kids and families who aren't getting those basic skills that we get from playing, which really at the end of the day, aside from the the cliche stuff of teamwork and leadership Mm -hmm. or whatever, the thing that I care most about is that you get to be on a field and make a best friend. Mm. Because we all know what that moment is like Mm -hmm. if you've played a sport before or been in a music show Mm -hmm. or been in a theater show and you're practicing day in and day out and those connections that you make. And that's what you really need in life. You need someone who on a terrible day you can call up and they're going to catch you. Or on a great day when you want to celebrate, you have someone to call up and go out for a drink or go out for some food or whatever the case may be, right? And um, I really want to make sure Free Footy is that place for the next 10 generations of kids.
0: Was this an easy leap of faith for you?
1: no it was it was hard um i have my own family i have two kids um and you know seeing the the potential of you know not having those basic (laughs) things behind you and a good cpc salary was tough it was really tough but you know i i look at my kids and i we talk about free footy all the time and they donate their birthday money to free (laughs) footy and um, I think about what it is that I want them to know me as and what I want them to do in their future. I'm hoping I'm setting something up for them as well for to be able to step into my shoes and um, be a leader too.
0: For those who uh, or maybe are tuning in for the first time mm-hmm. um, and that don't know what free footy is, yeah. um, what is it? Free
1: footy is a totally free after-school program to provide a safe space for kids to play. And so what we do is we have a partnership with about 60 different schools between public, Catholic, and um, Francophone now, where we organize different sports schedules. Mm -hmm. So a bus will pick up the kids after school, take them to a venue, and then they play their game and they're back off back, they get shipped back to their school by a bus and they get all the equipment they need to play. The schedules are all made. The uh, soccer balls are provided, hockey sticks now, basketball. So we're doing three different sports. We did one oh, wow. pilot with rugby this year as well, which went, which went extremely well. Um, and we're trying to evolve the program a bit because it's only been for kids in grades three and six mm. historically. And so we're adding this dedicated junior ref program for kids in junior high. So, you leave grade six, you come back as a junior ref in seven, eight, nine. And then when you graduate from that in high school, 10, 11, 12, you come back as a coach. And once we have that mass of coaches in high school, we'll add grade one and two. So, you'll come in at grade one, you'll play with us oh, until gra- grade six, you'll ref till grade nine, you'll coach till grade 12.
0: Hey, who, how? Is this run on volunteer donations and fundraising? Are you getting some support?
1: Yeah, we have um, most of the budget is actually private donation. And we've been really lucky of having so many small businesses step up Uh quote unquote sell a team and we have 240 of them sell them for a thousand dollars and people donate a thousand dollars and there's a quarter of a million dollars and then we have some grants that come in to help pay salaries and staff um but for the most part has been the generosity of people who chip in a thousand bucks as a small business or $5 to buy a pair of shin pads. And those, you'd, I was amazed this year of the crowdfunding that happened. Like people would team up and put each put in a hundred bucks and you got 10 people together and there you have a team. And then we make them a little logo and yeah. make the jerseys and people will come out and watch the game and cheer on their team and cheer on the kids and get to make that relationship.
0: So yeah, you, you said, okay, um, uh, thank you, CBC. I'm, I'm done. We're going to focus on this full time. If mm-hmm. you have, you know, for those who are like, okay, Jay, you know, why, why are you having this guy talking about a, a free football or a sports yep. program uh, on? And I always think, and as journalists, we both know this, it's those, those human connections. You talk, maybe it's the kids on the field. Or the ones that we learn, and we we are lucky enough to mm-hmm. learn about and see the change and what happens with kids. And I know that you have witnessed that over and over and over again. Are there a couple that stick with you that just still have you by the by the heartstrings?
1: Yeah, uh, there's there's so many kids. I mean, I've I've coached kids who um, you know were sleeping in the river valley and minus 30 and the next day they put it on a pair of high tops and they score six goals (laughs) um i've coached kids who you know I, i still have kind of like i think it's almost ptsd from the stories that i've heard from kids but there's a million but one that i'll tell that already sticks out is a kid who um can't say his name but you know he um i coached him for a long time and i couldn't quite figure out what the barrier was of making like a personal connection and finally i got through to him and he told me about how his parents one day took him to West Edmonton Mall and took him to like the, you know, aquarium uh-huh. area and they told him to watch and then they just ran. Uh-huh. And they were gone and he was 10. Like you remember that stuff uh-huh. when you're 10 and think about the impact that has. So think about how hard it would be to make a re- relationship with an adult. Absolutely. And so those stories still like float around and haunt me but also inspire me uh-huh. to You know, know that what my privilege is, I have a lot of privilege in life. having CBC as a platform, having great loving parents myself, coming from a kind of middle income background, being six foot two (laughs) hundred and ninety pounds and white. I mean, those things, they all make a huge difference in terms of privilege. And I also have the benefit of getting to talk about privilege and then step out of it. Uh Because a lot of people, you know, they're experiencing the impacts of privilege and that's their life. They're dealing with racism and discrimination all day long. And I'm trying to raise a little bit of attention to it from my point of privilege to say there's all these kids who can't play and all these families who can't access all these things that we take for granted simply because there's all these systems of privilege in place. Um, Like I say, if you don't have a car, how do you play? Yeah, You can't. And if you don't have a family that can put in thousands of hours, how do you play? You can't. And if you don't have money to pay for fees and equipment, yes, there are subsidy programs out there, but they also max out. So there's all these systems in play that um, we need someone, I think, to stand up and really advocate and rattle the chambers whether that be in government or the private sector or support programs and that's the beauty of free footy we're not tied to any of these provincial yeah. or national associations so we can they're supportive of us but we can rattle the, yeah. the chains there too and start saying
0: access and equity matter but boy oh boy has it grown it has grown yeah. and continues to grow so as as we're looking now you have, you're there full time you'd mentioned mm-hmm. a few of the things that you wanted to do next you know a year from now If we're having this conversation, what does free footy look like? Uh, Well,
1: it it would. First of all, it will be sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of free footy uh, over the last 10 years kind of hinges around me. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd like to get it to a place where I'm. Um, someone can step into my shoes and take it over and successfully do it without me having to text my friends and text my contacts and say, hey, can you help us out again? Mm-hmm. or Can you get us this thing? Um, so sustainability is number one because that means we'll have a legacy for it over the next 50 years. But number two is um, community and that sense of feeling that, the kids and their parents and their brothers and sisters are all part of one family because we're creating that system right Mm -hmm. now when you come in grade one you can stay until grade 12 but if you have five or six brothers and sisters like we do in many of our families all of them can be Mm -hmm. there on the same day because two could be playing two could be refing, two could be coaching so what i like to say is putting us onto a path to keeping it in the family Um, There's so many kids and so many um, communities out there that aren't part of this traditional sports structure that I would like to see be part of the family.
0: And how many schools is this in now?
1: Uh, Well, is it uh, 60? 60 60 schools, six zero schools. Um, So it's got pretty big. Last year we had over four thousand kids participating in our program between. Uh, street hockey, basketball, soccer, and then our little pilot of touch rugby, which we did in partnership with mm. the Edmonton Rugby Union.
0: So, if people want to find out more about uh, free footy, uh, freefooty.ca is mm-hmm. the website. Yeah, and uh, all sorts of information on there. I'm sure you can also follow uh, Tim at Tim Adams uh, FF or Free Footy Yeg. Yep. Um, I won't give out the phone number. They can get it on the, on the website. <laughs> yeah. Website. Is there anything that uh, folks should know about uh, about this if they're thinking? about hey how do i get my kid involved or you know how can i support
1: yeah so there's um if you're out there and you need a place to be supported just go onto our website send us an email and if you're in one of our partner schools we can get you connected um if you'd like to participate as a volunteer we have lots of opportunities to get trained as a a ref Mm -hmm. and not like a head level ref reffing with us is not like handing out red cards or (laughs) getting parents in trouble it's being an on-field coach Um, So there's lots of ways to get involved that way. Um, But the beauty of sponsoring and making a donation to free footy is you can actually like really see it work. You see a lot of times money go into vats and you're not quite sure Mm -hmm. where where it goes. But in this case, you can come out and watch the games. Yeah. You can meet your kids. You can um, have them over for a barbecue. Yeah. You can be the one that comes and does their haircuts. We have barber shops mm-hmm. like Barber Hall that'll come and cut everybody's hair. <laughs> so there's all kinds of different ways to get involved. So just visit that website, freefooty.ca or give us a follow on one of the social media platforms and Hopefully you'll be inspired to make a difference too.
0: Well, you know what, Tim? Again, when I saw when I saw this morning that you had uh, said, "Okay, enough. I'm going to walk away from this gig that I've had for a number of uh, number of years to concentrate mm-hmm. on this other one that I have been in love with yes. for a number of years," I thought, "Good for you," because sometimes those are tough decisions. Because sometimes it's very, very easy to stay in a job for easy reasons. Yep. Yeah.
1: And you I think Edmonton is the city of side hustle, right? we're We're all got we all have a side hustle going on. And to make that jump to your side hustle, oh, it's hard. But there's a, there's so many people in the beauty of this city is there's so many people out there ready to support you when you make the jump or to help you make the jump yeah and i've been pretty blessed with lots of people around me even like yourself you Mm. know having me here and showing your support and um you know the moment i sent out that message and the few people i let you know let them know in advance it was we got you like don't worry about it you're covered you do what you do which is you need to advocate be an ambassador show these families a
0: pathway and help them get on it and take your job i have a sign in my house that says only she who attempts the absurd can achieve the impossible (laughs) yeah this is definitely absurd (laughs) (laughs) it's it's up there on my absurd list of
1: things but it's grounded
0: in something right like i've been doing this for 10 years so grounded in something so great yeah um and it's making a difference in the community tim well done thank you so much best of luck thank you
1: Cajun Queen
0: She's turning
1: 21
0: On the Mississippi River Heading out of New Orleans how about that story from the weekend, you guys, uh, about the uh, the Edmonton Riverboat, formerly known as the Edmonton Queen, getting all stuck on the water overnight, needing to be rescued. Uh, fire crews arrived around 1130 after a call that the riverboat was stuck at Accidental Beach. You know, the sandbar uh, that was uh, that's being created by the uh, LRT bridge construction. Uh, the boat had trouble getting through uh the 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 currents um and so guess what the edmonton fire rescue team had to come in took hours to get everybody off here's a sarah commandina more than 12 hours after the edmonton riverboat got stuck at accidental beach crews could be seen working to get it back to shore happened just before 11:30 Saturday night when the boat caught a current and couldn't move. Around 300 passengers are stranded overnight as their crews used rescue boats until close to 5 in the morning to get everyone back to land. The construction of this LRT bridge has definitely changed the flow of the water, so again nothing against the fact that we're doing the construction, but it just physiologically changes the the flow pattern of the water and it makes that current a little bit stronger um, leading up to that area and the boat just had some trouble breaking through that and getting past. We were a full cruise last night, 300 people, so um, we were pretty heavy and trying to, to get our boat through that current was a little bit tricky. There were no injuries and passengers seemed to enjoy the extra time on the boat as they waited and they say the ordeal wasn't scary. They were
1: very accommodating and they yeah. did offer like free food after a while. They were like, yeah, hamburgers, hot dogs for everyone. No problem. We're really sorry. They were very accommodating.
0: You know, the music kept playing that kept the bar open and it was it was fun. We had fun. I mean, we certainly got our money's worth. In the two years under this ownership, this is the first time the boat has gotten stuck at Accidental Beach. Sarah Comadina, Global News. Yeah, global, uh Global News, uh, Morning Man, uh, Shaganam was on board that. that was the first time I saw it. There was some videos being posted on Twitter of the rest. Of you. you can check them out at uh, 630Ched.com or on our Facebook page. But yeah, crews were on scene until about 5 a.m. on Sunday, 315 people on board. Uh, everyone uh got off safely and they said you know what no one was really scared everyone just kind of you know went with it added to the experience added to the experience maybe have another drink maybe a hot dog and listen to this tune sitting on a
1: riverboat having a party me and my cajun queen She's turning 21 on the Mississippi River,
0: heading out a New Orleans.